Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shadow. For those of you who have joined us on a Saturday morning, you know that in our morning prayers, we remind ourselves that to be a Jew is not a solo endeavor. It's not merely a path toward personal fulfillment. Elu devarim sha'in lahem shi'ur, we pray. These are the things that are without limit, the obligations we can never do enough of. Honoring one's father and mother, engaging in deeds of compassion, arriving early for study morning and evening, dealing graciously with guests, visiting the sick and providing for the wedding couple, accompanying the dead for burial, being devoted in prayer and making peace among people. As we remind ourselves in this prayer, to be a Jew is to live in and be accountable to a community. It means not only learning and praying together, but also showing up for one another in times of joy and hardship. As Central's Director of Congregational Engagement, my job and my calling is to create opportunities for us to build and to deepen relationships with one another in order to foster the kind of community in which we can all fulfill these obligations. Why? Because when we do, God shows up. Just ask Abraham. At the beginning of this week's Torah portion, as we just heard, Abraham is 99 years old and newly circumcised. In other words, not feeling great. <laughs> Adonai appeared to him, we read. He was sitting at the entrance to his tent as the day grew hot. Looking up, he saw three men standing near him. As soon as he saw them, he ran from the entrance of his tent to greet them and to offer them food and water and a place to rest. Who are these men, and what do they have to do with God's appearing to Abraham? My favorite understanding of the connection between God and these mysterious visitors comes to us from our commentator, Rashi. He explains why God visited Abraham that day. God knew Abraham was recovering from his circumcision and decided to pay a visit to see how he was doing. And why does the text mention that the day was growing hot? Well, God knew Abraham wasn't feeling well. He thought he might not be up for visitors. So God made it hot so that to, to dissuade travelers from passing by. The Holy One took the sun out of its case so Abraham would not be bothered by guests, Rashi says. But seeing that Abraham was suffering from a lack of guests, he brought the angels to him in the guise of men. Abraham was lonely, 
He needed company. So God brought him angels in the form of men. And when these men appear, Abraham forgets his own suffering for a moment and rushes to offer these wayfarers food and drink and respite from the heat. This story, with its give and take of compassion and concern, is the origin of our commandment to welcome guests, which is one of those obligations that are without limit. We sometimes forget how good it feels to offer and receive hospitality. We are busy and we live in small apartments and we hold ourselves to unreasonable standards of tidiness. Thank you, Marie Kondo. But when we do open our homes to one another, something magical happens. We become conduits for God's love and compassion and we get to experience it in one another's company. If you don't believe in God, that's okay. You still get the experience because there is a warmth and an intimacy that comes with opening our home or being welcomed into someone else's that you just can't get any other way. That's why when our member-led core groups meet, they meet in each other's homes. And every once in a while, someone who's starting a new group asks me if they can meet at the synagogue instead. And I explain that because the goal of these groups is to build relationships, it's just much harder to do around a conference table than it is in someone's living room. Rabbi Joseph Soloveitchik offers another take on the connection between God and welcoming guests. He suggests that our ability to act as hosts for one another is one way that we are made in God's image. God is the ultimate host, he says, because his hospitality made it possible for humanity to exist. We are just strangers whom the Almighty has invited into his tent, which is the universe. Soloveitchik refers to the idea that in order for the universe to exist, God first had to engage in what is called simtsum. God had to contract God's self to make room for everything else to exist. So too for us, Soloveitchik suggests, what is the practice of welcoming guests if not withdrawal by the master from part of his home so that a stranger can occupy the empty part that he vacates? Making room for others is not always easy. It requires us to contract ourselves a bit to make room, but ultimately it is in that act of doing so that we experience an aspect of the divine. That sounds amazing, I hear all of you saying. How can I experience that? Well, there are 365 opportunities every year to open your homes to one another. But we are focusing on one this year. On January 24th, we are inviting you to host one another for Shabbat dinner. These dinners can be small or large. They can be formal or can have pizza and board games. You can do them after services or you can meet earlier and just live stream. Truly, there is no pressure. Here, let's try this. I would like you to raise your hand if you are willing to go to dinner at someone's home that is smaller and messier than your own. <laughs> See, we all agreed it's okay. And if you can't host, that's fine too. We need guests. 
Last year when we did this, some of our hosts were worried about what it would be like to welcome people they didn't know around their tables. And overwhelmingly, they were happily surprised at how great it was and the connections that they made. Trust us, you're all really great people. So right after Thanksgiving, you are going to see an invitation to host a dinner and we will open up registration for guests in mid-December. God sees that Abraham is lonely and sends him angels in the form of guests. God offers Abraham the opportunity to look beyond himself and to care for others, and in doing so, allows him to feel the divine presence in the form of his fellow human beings. Look around. You are surrounded by beautiful people. Each unique and made in God's image, angels in the form of future guests at your dinner tables. We get to experience the glow and the warmth and the joy of the divine when we allow ourselves to open our hearts and our homes to one another. When we show up for one another, it turns out God shows up too. And I'd always praise your name. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Shalom. Shalom.